Ramble Jam podcast. Go Panda! <gasps> Guys. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome. My name's Brand. <laughs> you want to just start it over? No. Or? My name's Brand. I love classic Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda. I like classic Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan. <laughs> and I despise Hallmark Christmas, cla- even the classic movies. This is the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Mark Connor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Debbie McComber's Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Normally, we get mad at Trace for yelling out McComber, but we have to get in no less than 38 Debbie McCombers in this episode, and we're doing the best we can to say Debbie McComber as many times as it's possible. A re- we're off to a good start. Not to be a Debbie McComber downer, but it's going to be tough to do. I'll say that. No, I, I think Debbie McComber is going to be proud of our effort regardless. If we get close, she says, go for it. Dude, if we can make Debbie McComber proud... Oh my gosh! Forget Ooh, about it. Ooh, man, Debbie McComber hasn't been proud a day in her life. <laughs> they call they call her never proud Debbie. De- Debbie Downer. Debbie, Debbie McComber Downer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should get her on the pod oh, or yeah. on the book club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is she a hard get? I imagine so. You haven't tried. I have not tried. I feel a little antsy Whoa, reaching out. Way. You That's host not how the we do podcast on here. Hallmark Books, and you, you haven't, haven't even reached Debbie out McComber? to the Debbie. I'm scared. Gosh, I'm scared. She intimidates me. That's embarrassing because she's not proud of anybody. <laughs> so you're worried she'd go through the whole podcast and just be like, yeah, eventually I'm really disappointed, like, Panda. Really disappointed. And then I, I, I what am <laughs> I supposed she to says, say? Yes, who cares? She's not gonna like what I have to say Guys, about this movie. Don't listen to Panda. <laughs> Panda did the podcast. He did it. He did. He interviewed her. We have a clip. We have a clip. Hey, so uh, you've written 3,000 books. Uh, yeah, what's, what's your, your point? <laughs> well, what's your favorite one? What, I, I don't need a favorite one. I write them. What's Time your favorite? Out. Can we stop that clip, Trace? It is very, very clear, Tracy, that you played Debbie McComer for this interview. What do you mean? It's you talking to Panda, not Debbie, and we all know it. Now that does that does make a lot of sense because, uh, first of all, we did a Skype call. It, the screen was black the whole yeah. time. Did on she your say end. God bless it all? She did multiple yeah, times, which I is it was, it was odd. <laughs> and also, the email was. Tracy, I'm not proud of you, Tracy everybody. Debbie. I'm not proud of you. <laughs> Trading Christmas. <laughs> Debbie out. I love that we kept playing that clip. Debbie McComer, baby. Not we proud did of it. it. We're off to a good start. We are off to Debbie a good start. Um, Is this going to be Debbie uh, McComer's uh, synopsis coming up? Uh, no, I think I'll, I'll take <laughs> care of okay. um, Boy, guys, Trading Christmas. I will say we have uh, been doing this show for um, just shy of three, three years. years now, and People we've gotten a lot of this movie all the time. All the time. More than anyone? Anything? More than any. Well, we came out of the gate hard doing the the top five. So Christmas card, people said all the people time. People still request Christmas card. All, they don't know we did it. I've <laughs> got bad it. news. We, we did, did it. it. What it's did bad. I think of the dog system? I got to know. Yeah. <laughs> that guy died from bomb proximity. <laughs> Listen. Uh, love the troops. Love the troops. I would love to do a rewatch of Christmas card and oh redo gosh, it. Gosh, No. A like. classic. I don't know. I just feel like there's so we, many homework. We were so green then. Everybody, we were so green then. We always, you know, kind of remark how we can do the same show and it just doesn't ever feel old. It feels very evergreen to us. The day we start re-watching movies. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is we were so green 
back then. I guarantee it's not any better. It's bad. Dot I'm saying, you think we're going to bring anything new to this? People like it because they just straight make out at the end of it. Like, it is a full-on mm-hmm. just... I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's whole hog. Whole hog. <laughs> it's, a, it's an Andrew Walker whole hog, everybody. <laughs> Sound the alarm. Andrew Walker whole hog! Are you guys ready to dive into Trading Christmas? Oh, you we bet. Trading. Debbie McComber, bring it home. <laughs> Trading Christmas originally aired on November 26th. Written by Debbie McComber. 2011 and it went a little something like this a few years ago Debbie watched The Holiday (laughs) and said I got an idea so here's the situation bear with me everybody Emily um, uh, her husband passed away three years ago she's a second grade teacher she lives in um, Washington in a small little town and she is uh, preparing for the holidays. She loves Christmas. And she's very excited because her daughter, Heather, who is in college, is coming home. And they always do it big. And it just means a lot to her, especially because her husband has passed away. Now, Emily um, finds out that her daughter is going to do something else during Christmas. Wants to hang out with her friends. And um, so she's like, okay, I guess I'll just be all by myself this Christmas. Have fun. So she calls her friend Faith. Faith works at a clown shop, it appears, <laughs> and um, she is divorced. She's an event planner is technically what she does. She lives in San Fran, um, and they're friends, and they're talking about what, what she should do for Christmas, and she encourages her to, to, to figure out, to do something for herself, or maybe, maybe go out there and visit her. Just figure it out. Meanwhile, um, we meet Charles in Boston. Charles is an English teacher, professor. He's also an author. He is working on his latest novel. He's having a very difficult time doing that. And so his brother, Ray, also lives in Boston. Slower. He owns a software security company. Very mysterious. And uh, he says, hey, Ray. Uh, I'm sorry. Hey, Charles, you should go and. Ray uh, Charles is in this movie? <laughs> Unreal. That's you so know cool. when it's right. So switching houses, baby. So Ray Christmas, does no Christmas. I keep going. Ray keep does going. tell his brother Charles, "You dress it, it's right." That he should go away. Talking slow now, Richard. To to write this book, to get some fresh fresh eyes, some fresh point of views, get out of Boston and figure it out. So uh, that's great. Now, uh, Emily decides that she's going to fly to Boston to surprise her daughter, who's going to college at Boston College. And um, she's unaware that her daughter is flying across the country to go to Phoenix with her boyfriend, Jason. Are you confused yet by all the characters, Panda? Oh, yeah, totally. I, don't, I didn't understand the movie at all. <laughs> so Emily and Charles find each other on a house-swapping website. They trade houses, they trade Christmas, and uh, they're going to be in each other's houses, in each other's homes, in Boston and Washington um, for the week. Charles arrives in Washington, and he discovers that Emily's house uh, is uh, looks like our set did at Christmas time. Christmas everywhere. He uh, doesn't seem very happy about that. We don't really know why. Emily arrives in Boston at Charles' apartment and discovers that one... Her daughter's not there. She's in Phoenix. And so she's just in Boston for no reason. And two, nary a Christmas decoration to be found. 
Um, now, Emily's friend Faith, remember her, the clown girl? Um, she takes a plane and a bus to surprise her friend in Washington, wants to see her. But her friend didn't tell her, hey, I'm going to Boston. So he, she shows up. Charles is there. And um, so she's like, she's very like, I'm going to be here regardless of what you think. So just let, just don't fight with me. I'm, 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 this is my friend's house. So I'm going to stay here. Because the bus, um, apparently there's only one bus a week. Uh, to, to from San Fran to, to, to I don't know whatever she can't find a bus and so she's gonna stay there um, back in Boston Emily um, accidentally sets the alarm while she's in there um, call, causes the alarm to go off silently I guess and um, the alarm people call Ray and says hey Ray somebody's in your brother's apartment you should go over there she he meets Paul Blart Mall Cop over there and they go and they look and then it's Emily and Emily's like hey I'm here uh, I'm supposed to be here no big deal so Ray to say hey I'm sorry um, for intruding on you when you're supposed to be here I would like to take you to dinner and so they go to dinner they have a wonderful time now over the course of the week leading up to Christmas Emily and Ray spend a lot of time together and um, Charles and Faith spend a lot of time together Emily and Ray talk about their past Christmas memories um, and open up to one, one another. Charles, having a hard time writing his book, Faith begins to read the drafts without his approval and makes suggestions, which actually helps him in the writing of the book. Charles is uh, not so sure about taking the advice, but eventually does, breaks his writer's block, and he's able to finish the novel. Yet, meanwhile, in Arizona, remember that? Uh, Heather's sad, misses his, uh, her mom, so he's like, hey, I'll, I'll buy you a ticket um, so that you can go and spend Christmas with your mom back in Boston. So um, Ray gives Emily a pair of earrings as a Christmas present. Um, and he's really thinking that he's going to be able to spend Christmas with uh, Emily. But Heather shows up. And so he goes waddling off all sad. And it's like, hey, you're leaving in a couple days. We shouldn't make things more difficult. Womp womp. It's Christmas Day. Charles drives Faith to the bus station. Um, the night prior, they kissed. What are they going to do? How are they going to handle this situation? He, he feels like she should say something. She feels like he should say something. So she gets on the bus, and he hops on the bus after her and says, Hey, I want to spend Christmas with you. And she's like, Why don't you just say so? In Boston, Emily, Heather, um, uh, Emily and Heather, they have Christmas with Ray. They have a wonderful time. Um, yay, that's so exciting. They show up to Ray's uh, a, a house with a Christmas tree, and they spend Christmas together. Yay, so exciting. Um, one year passes, and it is revealed that uh, Ray and Emily are uh, living together in Washington and they are visited at Christmas time by Faith and Charles who are um, expecting a child and they celebrate Christmas together. Trading Christmas, they did it! That was Debbie McComber's Trading Christmas by Debbie McComber written by, by Debbie, Debbie McComber. She was an executive producer, and by her, I mean Debbie McComber was. Debbie McComber was not executive producer, yes, she but was. she did write. Executive she was producer. an executive producer. Debbie McComber was executive producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Debbie McComber was. Yeah. Debbie McComber. Debbie McComber. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Debbie McComber. Debbie McComber. Uh, we'll Boy, be right I hope back these ads here. are good. <laughs> I'm back. The Hallmark.
Welcome back, everybody. Hey. That's a good ad break. Good we cover knocked out of the park. I feel like I've those ones. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's break this episode down, shall we? Yep. This movie, Trading Christmas, 2011. People love it. Do we love it? Let's find out with the hot take. Panda, you don't hold back. I wouldn't expect you to do that here. Even though it's a crowd favorite. Was it a favorite of yours? How'd you feel? Even though you want to have her on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. I understand why people like this movie. I, I Because I think the, the switching locations, things. I like the holiday. Like I'm, I'm an unabashed fan of the holiday. I get that's not a great movie, but I, I like that movie a lot. And so... I am prone to like this movie. I don't think I, I understand the depth of the love for this movie um, because it's fine. Like, I, I think it's, it's, it's good even. Like, I, I think that it, it amps up its game enough where um, I, had, I had fun watching it and it's an enjoyable uh, watch. I will tell you that one of the things that helps me with this movie is that I really liked one uh, every single time the writer and Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh. What's his name in it? It's uh, Charles. Charles and faith are on Jack screen. Jack and together. Diane. Yeah. Charles and faith are on <laughs> screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who knows what you're talking about and I'm just not helping you. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it was, I liked it. Uh, Overall, like I like their relationship a lot. It was a joy watching them on screen every single time they're on screen. I enjoyed it, but otherwise, like the other relationship, I kind of cared about. So overall, it's a like for me. Uh, you know, it's not one of my all-time favorites, but I understand why people like it. I enjoyed it. Uh, overall, it's not a, a love, but I do like it. Uh, I also like the holiday. Um, and I, I have a hard time whenever there is uh, a movie that's just as clear of a knockoff as this one is. It's just, it just, I don't know. It just didn't uh, gel right. Like the whole time I was just thinking about Jack Black. Like I, I yeah. it, like it was tough for me to watch this movie. Um, sure. It's good. Yes. The synopsis was very long. There's a lot of characters in this movie. There's a lot of Ton. moving parts, obviously. They're going across the country. Um, I don't know. I, I also, I don't get the depth of the love for this movie. I agree with Panda. Um, I liked it, um, but it, I didn't love it. And um, I'd pick the holiday over this any day of the week. That's where I'm at. Dan? I'm going to have the hottest take of everybody here. This movie's utter trash. <laughs> That's not the hot take. It's utter trash it's terrible. I can't believe the love of it. I cannot believe the love of it. Here's the hot take. It's still better than The Holiday. No, no, <laughs> that no, no, movie no. is garbage. Uh, and yeah, not only yeah. is it garbage, but it's longer garbage than this one. I feel like I'm still watching The Holiday. That's one of the worst movies. It's got to be close to two and a half hours long. It has no business near it. It is being, not close to two and a half hours. I bet you it's at long. least 215, at least, minimum. What are you betting? Two fifth. I would say two hours and. No, what are you betting? What am I betting, or what it? No, how what long? are you betting? I'll, I'll bet whatever you want. I guarantee it's longer than two fifteen. Guarantee. You do a beard bet. Yeah. What are the yeah. odds that you looked bet. this up beard before? Why, why would I do that? I saw it and I thought it was two and a half hours, which means it probably is closer to two fifteen. 
it that means I'm right, and he didn't want any part it's of a beer. It's two eighteen. Bingo! I which told you is very close to two fifty. I thought it was two and a half, and then to make sure I wasn't wrong, I backed up fifteen. Well, minutes. that's just a sign of good storytelling because it just it rockets by. It for was Brand. just shorter than your synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Listen, the movie. This movie's bad. It's not as bad as the holiday. This is not a holiday podcast. I will agree with you that the Tom Cavanaugh storyline is easily the best of these, but things come to a molasses level slow when we go back to Boston to to, <laughs> to see Slowy Talkerson try to win over Ray. That, you know, this isn't Ray. Well, whatever it is, is, is somehow in, in the family that has Tom Cavanaugh and that guy in it that came from the same mom, one of them got all the talking speed. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is just trying to piece together subject and verb while the ice melts outside. I don't understand how no one has talked about how slow this guy is talking. It is tough sledding out here. But then it switches over to, to Tom Cavanaugh, and they're both talking very, very fast. And it's, it's rapid fire. I don't even think this is the best Debbie McComer movie. I think Dashing Through the Snow is yeah, better I than Trading Christmas. I would agree with that. The yeah. Andrew Walker FBI road trip movie. Love that movie. Yeah. With the scene where they have to share the bed and they put up the partition. Yes, that's a way, yes. That that one scene stuck, sticks out to me more than this entire movie. Don't understand the love for it. It's not good. Slowy Talkerson <laughs> just brings it all to a stop. Ray! Ray, Ray Slowy Talkerson <laughs> brings it all to a stop. Slowy Ray, that's fine. Slowy Ray. Um, it's not good, but it's better than a holiday. There you go. That's, there, that's all you need. not better than a holiday. Way better than the holiday. It's not, no. I got an hour of my time back. <laughs> yeah, but half of it was spent with slowy talkers. You know what's funny? That's true. No, I, I, look, if you're going to qualitatively, obviously, the holiday's a better made movie, but the problem is, is that talk about a combination of a movie that's too long and then the bloated expectations of its cast because its cast is phenomenal. Kate Winslet, Jack Black, all, Jude Law. It just is wolf. Cameron oh, Diaz. Cameron Diaz. It's Cameron quaint. Diaz. Who else? That's it. That's okay, it I was about it. to say. I knew I was missing. But one. those are that that they crush it. I don't understand <laughs> what you like. You're laughing, but I still don't understand. Like it's a warm. It's a big movie. Big heart. But you said you said you don't understand. In your hot take, you said I understand that it's not actually a good movie. You said that. No, I said I understand <laughs> that people don't like the movie. No, I you said I understand. Say. Look at him. Did I say it's, yeah. I didn't understand? I, yeah. I, get, I understand that it's not critically. Acclaimed. You understand it's a bad movie until I say it's bad. No, I think it's a good. I think I like it. Yeah, I don't you can think like I fully, it. I don't it's think fine. I fully grasp. Well, I, I think I understand the cheese factor that people don't like about it. Maybe that's what I mean by it's a bad movie. But I guess I don't understand why there was so much hate towards that movie. All well. I know is is it's one of the few times I didn't see it in the when theater. When Cameron Diaz and Jude Law are laying in the in the in the tent with the kids and they're oh, looking tell up, tell me that doesn't oh, make you want to cry. Pinkies? Oh my gosh. They hold pinkies, Dan. I stand corrected. They hold pinkies. P.S. I love you. Underrated. P.S. There is zero defense for P.S. I love you. Uh, James Blunt the, sings the, on that album, and it's crushing. <laughs> Even you would. T that's if that's the first one you're pulling out there. Bye, my love. Bye, bye. Won't make the same mistake. Dude, oh, there, was, there was a. You would even admit that the holiday, the holiday is a better movie than P.S. I love you. You would admit that. That the holiday is better than yes. P.S. I love you. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Good. The um, there was a year when James Blunt had hits. It's crazy. What a year it was. That guy has money in the bank, and I don't understand it for the life uh, of me. He crushes yeah, so beautiful. much. Okay, don't let that song beautiful put you off from the rest of it. True. Bonfire Heart is great. Oh, oh no, you're going non-single oh, no. now. <laughs> you're going oh, non-single. No. 
This is why no one trusts your opinion on anything. James Blunt is one of the greatest musicians of our time, singer-songwriter, and I stand by it. I bet he'd come on my podcast. Yeah, and talk about books. Songwriting. Being homeless. <laughs> he's not homeless. He's doing great. He's a great Twitter follower because he replies to people who say that he sucks, and it's great. It's great fun. Good follow. Um, let's talk about all the feels. Um, besides James Blunt, uh, is there anything that in this movie that we watched today that gave you feels? Uh, the bus scene at the very end, Bran, uh, is is the the best feel scene. Honestly, that's that's it. I didn't get like a lot of feels from that. I, I thought that was solid. Uh, not a lot of feels for me in this. I will say, I re- like, I'm not selling this maybe enough. Charles and Faith, I didn't like. I really liked. All, every scene that they were in together. I thought that they were a lot of fun. The banter was really fast. And there was like a chemistry yeah, there. For as the hot as the, their relationship was, the, the was the opposite. Down. Yeah. Yes. On, on the East Coast. Yes, exactly. for sure. Yeah. We can the all opposite agree there. on yeah. the East Coast. Yep. That should be the name of this video. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's just, and I really, like, every scene they were in, there was some real energy in those mm-hmm. scenes. I, li- I really Tom like Tom Cavanaugh does a great, like, by and large, I've not seen, like, he does a good job in most of these things. Like, he's in a mir- he's mystery in a series. mystery series, yeah. Darrow and Darrow. Darrow and Darrow. Um, he, but, like, he was in Ed, which I really enjoyed when it was on NBC 20 years ago. Um, he's a good actor. The Flash. He does a good job. Anybody? Yeah, I, I quit after him. Anybody? He's the Flash? No, he's no, 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 a, sometimes uh, the bad guy. Yeah, sometimes, depending on the timeline right. and what so mood you're in. Yeah. So I dumb. love timeline. I did uh, stop watching The Flash, but there was a... I, I think we all did. Yeah. It was great until it wasn't, yeah. until they kept switching the... Until there's all these universes out there, and you can just bring Flash from this universe to this one. It's terrible. It's real bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, my feels is, you know, he, he, he finally tells... Uh, faith, uh, why he has a hard time with Christmas, and it's you know he was engaged, yes, mm-hmm. and she left on Christmas, on Christmas Eve, Eve. Yeah. and like undecorated the tree and everything. Yeah. So to have them finally have this connection, and him be bringing in a Christmas tree to to set up, and as almost this like official sign, this tangible sign of I'm moving on was a really, really great yeah. moment. And um, again, everything that was good in this movie was on the West Coast, and uh, that relationship was fire. Dan? Definitely wasn't in Phoenix, I can tell you that, because no. I'd rather seen the East Coast, I believe. It's, close, it's a toss-up. Um, I, the Christmas tree's probably the closest I came. I don't really have a lot of feels um, in the movie. I thought that their banter was good. Charles and Faith's banter was really good back and forth and they seem right for each other. But the bus scene was weird because the bus was empty and it's the only bus that leaves for a week yet. It's empty. That threw me off. Plus the bus driver is very famous Canadian Hallmark super actor. And that threw me off for him to be in one scene. So like I, the Christmas tree didn't and it's not, not nothing really did it for me. It wasn't a huge, huge feels for me. Unfortunately, my okay. life is brilliant. My love is brilliant. I saw an angel. Oh, that I'm sure she smiles me on the subway. She was with another man. Why does he start out that Good song gosh. with just the quick, my life is brilliant. And then he comes back and then he sings the verse. It's like the unedited version. Doesn't he cuss in there yeah, too? Yeah. yeah. It's like he came in too early and they just left it in. Yeah. It was a very bold move. Yeah, it was bold. But I think that's what seals his deal as being one of the that's what seals his deal. deal. We'll be right back deal. here at Tech Talk.
what is his deal? Things I'm not surprised about. Panda was a James Blunt fan. Like I'm not at all surprised. Like not even the slightest bit surprised. Well, that's good. That he's a J- he was a James. Would Blunt you fan. go now? Now? No. To a James Blunt concert with, during COVID? No. Just throw COVID COVID's out. over, and I got you tickets. Would you go? Yeah. You have to buy I, tickets. I, you have to buy you have tickets. To buy tickets. 50, uh, 50 Dan's bones. going. No. He says you got to buy your own ticket. How much are they? Fifty bones. Ooh. Standing room though. It's Seventy-five the pit. You're on, on the, the floor. Pit. Seventy-five on the floor. You're in the pit. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he came to Greenville a few years ago, and I was like, At I was really center? tempted. Yeah, I was really tempted on going. Um, that guy wow. can fill up the peace center. No, not the no, whole thing. Not anymore. They, they were giving tickets away to, yeah. on like 98.9 was giving away tickets. And uh, they were just like, we're going to play a James Blood song and we're giving away tickets. Isn't this exciting? First, first 20,000 to call, get a ticket. <laughs> I remember the other DJ being like, I haven't heard about him since you're beautiful. Oh, and it, it made me sad. That, but I did. I actually bought one of his singles uh, back in the day. Which one? Bonfire Heart. That was a single. Mm-hmm. How's it go? Uh... Man, it's been it's been a while since I've heard. You it. said it's it been was a such while. a great song. No, uh, but yeah, but you, you just you can't give me nothing. I've got to get primed, right? <laughs> you can't you give me, me nothing. I got to get primed. Yeah, huge huge blunt head over here. Blunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, guys. Yeah. It's time for the way what? It's part of the show where we talk about what is going go away. Is Debbie McConner's way what? Panda. Uh, when sh- uh, gosh, there's so many people. Emily. <laughs> Emily goes to. Uh, Charles's uh, apartment, and there's all these remote controls. Yeah. One of the remote controls is for the fireplace, and she picks it up. Now, I've had a fireplace in the past where that was uh, one where you hit the, the feature, button. Yeah, yeah. The feature, yeah. There's two buttons on that. There's on and there's an off button. Sometimes there's just one button. You just turn it on, you turn it off. This one has no less than, what, 15, 20 buttons? Yeah. It looks like a real, like a yeah. remote control. What, what do you need? I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um... At one point, he's complaining about taking a 300-mile round trip. Now, I get it. Not everyone wants to do a 300-mile round trip. I understand. But he's making it sound like this is the worst thing that has ever happened to him if he has to drive her to Seattle or she spends another week in his house. He wants to be left alone. A 300-mile round trip. Five hours. hours. You could get done in a day. You could do it. Easily. In a morning almost. Leave at 6 a.m. You're home by, by lunch. Yeah. It, it's just do it, man. Like, if you want to be left alone that bad, not, not it's difficult. It's not hard. Not difficult. Um, when he gets notes back, Charles gets notes back on his manuscript. There's two notes on the title page, and I don't understand. I don't understand. What, what's there to critique on the title page where you require two notes? Like, I really wish we found out more information. because Bad I, like, name, bad font. Yeah, space it out <laughs> further. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much it. I I think overall, this movie, I will say this. Uh, if there was uh, a tightness level of this, airtight, pretty much. <laughs> if there was a tightness level. Hey, yeah. Hey, what's that tightness level over there on that movie, that Debbie McConner flip? It's airtight. Oh, God. Put it on air. <laughs> Um, the daughter says that her mom got a new copy of It's a Wonderful Life, and I just want to know, like, why? Is the news, like, special features? Maybe the old one broke. Old one broke? Yeah. Got a new, got a new copy. We got to, mm-hmm. got to get it, make it happen. Um, he, uh, uh, Ray, oh, no, I'm sorry, Charles. Man, Ray Charles is confusing. It's just, yeah. Charles 
overnights a key to to right. to to the to his place. That's right. But why? <laughs> Couldn't leave it in like a lockbox or something. Like I understand Boston has maybe a bit more maybe crime Ray than could, the small town of Rick or maybe Ray mosey on over there, take him a day. Ray and a half. doesn't have a problem anyways going over there. Obviously, <laughs> the guys, are, he's just—it's just ridiculous. There's no—he's a good actor. He's been in—he was in Shawshank Redemption, a big part in Shawshank Redemption. He has the ability to act, and for some reason, in this role, he decides he's just going to speak like molasses. He's just—it's unreal. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, at one point, um, what, what is it? Is it, is it faith that's with Charles and sure. yeah, sure. uh, on yeah. the West coast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. She's working out or doing stretches in front of him. And I don't know. There's, there was no like, Hey, I'm going to get my workout in now. It's like, she just saw a massive the house. She saw the opportunity to, Maybe and she, she was stretching after the drive, stretching after drive. the drive she had workout clothes on. She was ready. To, she had like tights on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But. Um, the 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 buddies uh, show up in Phoenix, the college buddies, with a with a keg. Yep, and with a and with and glass, with glass, beer, glass beers. bottles of beer, and they they were coming from Las Vegas. That's right. That they got kicked they out of the keg. Did they steal the keg? Yeah. What is the? Where How did all this keg? beer come from? Why so many different types? And then and then. If they didn't steal the keg, their thought is, is we'll go see our bro in Phoenix. We won't tell him, and we'll call and get a keg reserved on yep. the way. That's how confident we are that it's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's all I got, Dan. Um, this woman is answering phones at a party planning store, and she's giving this guy notes who is an established author and he, they're gold. They're just absolute morsels of gold that she's giving him. She answers phones at a party planning service. He's written books before. That doesn't make any sense to me. And I just want to understand the key thing, just so we're clear. She says, I will leave you a key at the back mat, under the, under the mat, back mat. Tom Cavanaugh goes around to the back of the house, gets the key, doesn't go in, goes back to the front of the house, comes in the front door and then proceeds to go and put the key back under the mat because later Faith gets in that way. Unless he left the back door unlocked. She says there's a key behind the right, back mat. But then she walks in. Like maybe she sees that it's not under there and so maybe she just she walks, just right walks in. But why did he put the key back while he's going to be there? But maybe it wasn't Maybe back. he didn't it put just, it back. The door's unlocked. She tries the door. She tries to find the key. So why did he go around to the back to the front door? We don't know why. We don't he know did why that. he did that. that. Like no, that none of that makes that sense. Your initial point is yeah. is 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 uh, well made. Yeah. I I just bring query to your second. So it's a good query brought. Debbie McComer could be on the line for that. Debbie, are you there? Hey. No, no, you're not. Okay. Um, <laughs> you was that? Hey, 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 hey. Old prospect too. Oh yeah. Oh, try to Christmas. <laughs> You have an alarm system. I have an alarm system at our house. They're the same company. Brand, do you, you don't have an alarm system? No, and I leave my door unlocked that's as right. often as possible. So, and that's what I tell you. <laughs> what are they three have houses to down, I'm just going to send them your way. Um, when you're alarm- Hey, guys, I got an alarm system. Uh, just go down yonder. They, trust right. me, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's what I say. When the alarm's going off, it's like, grow to brands, grow to brands. <laughs> uh, uh, here's the deal. When your alarm goes off, they call you. That's who they That's call. Right. If they don't get you, they send police. In this scenario where she sets off the alarm in the Boston apartment, they don't call Charles. They never call him. Nope. They call his brother. 
Don't understand. I, I, I don't it, look, and you can say he set the alarm. She set the alarm off herself. They think he's in trouble. Then you just send police. Why are we bringing the brother into this? Either the police need to be there or they don't need to be there. It didn't make any sense. The and argument then, was because he was out of town, but he did, which doesn't make any sense at all. And then they don't send the actual police. They send what <laughs> a, appears to be a security guard from a mall or some glass box outside of like a library. Like they don't send an actual police with like a gun and things that, no, no, no. They just send one of their police, which now we're talking about the worst security company of all time. Yeah. They're going to send one of their people out to deal with the problem when you could be getting murdered. That's not exactly uh, the, the forte. And then... Lastly, she's on her first date or maybe second with Slowly, Slowly Talkerson and she's walking and they sit down and he's like, man, I need a tissue. And she proceeds to pull out of her bag no less than like eight children's toys. Yep. And then she reminds us all, Debbie McComer does, that she's a second grade teacher. We get it, Debbie. Why would she pack that and go across the country with it? Well, you're going across the country and you're traveling. You've got a dozen kids' toys in your bag? Why? You never know what kid you might run into. On the street that you can be creepy towards. <laughs> it just is absurd. That's all I got. No. I Brain hands out lollipops to the kids. <laughs> I throw them. We keep our distance. Brats on Halloween, though. Oh, brats Let's on Halloween. Go. Let's go. Brats anywhere on a ship. Anywhere. I'll take it, brats. Hand out broth. Let's COVID, go. COVID broth. Um, it is time for what the Hallmark is to show. We talk about uh, any questions that we still have that we'd like some answers to. Panda. So I want to go back to Ray Slowy Talkerson. Um, Ray sells his company. I'm assuming he's making bukus and money from the sales. Whatever. Like he he's clearly he's crushing the financial. They say game. he says early on like they just upped the offer again. So clearly, yeah, it's he's a big making offer. a ton of money. So, but now like. What's he doing with his life? Like, I, he moves to the West West Coast. I mean, he moves to over. Washington. Yeah. yeah, to Washington. And so now, like, is he just taking early retirement? Just like, independently is that wealthy. Is, like, independently yeah, wealthy, just which is totally cool. I just a want teacher's age, second grade. They're, they're both portrayed is to be she, around 50. Yeah, is she, is she uh, did she quit uh, teaching second grade, yeah. like, at that point? You think they just did full full stop retire? Like, full both of them. Absolutely. Retire. Wow. I would hope so. I, I think that would be ideal. I mean, be awesome. But I have two. One, Slowy Talkerson Ray and Kendall, uh, Mary, Sean Troll, Emily, and Emily. They they kiss big ones a lot. A lot of kissing in this movie. There is a lot of kissing big yeah. ones, and I just want to know. You know, did it ever? Was it ever brought up? Like maybe toned it down. Like it was a, it was a lot of kissing big ones. Well, it's a lot a, of they're they're making out on the couch. They're making out anywhere they can, and, and my poor guy, it's they yeah. they they kiss a ton. But the other couple, it's implied that they sleep together. Yes. So one couple goes all the way. The other couple takes out a mortgage on first base. Yes. <laughs> like, just like, they just live there. Just I, I have <laughs> never seen a home with, with that, that much, much making kissing, out. Laying down the couch. It's a ton. It, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. Sheesh. It's a lot. And I also want to know about um, the Christmas tree lot. Uh, Treed Me Right That's mine. is the name of it. Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, uh, no I'll, I'll take it out. I'll strike How it. How did we land on, on Treed Me Right? Yeah. That sounds like a panda double-decker is what that sounds like. Treed me right. 
of all the things that you could come up with, treat me right has to be at the bottom of the list. Want to know a little bit more about that. And then I do want to know about the empty bus. What's the deal? One bus a week leaves that town for San Francisco. One. Seattle, wasn't it? Seattle? leaving for Seattle, and then she gets on a plane, plane. to oh, San from Fran. Seattle to San Fran. Uh, I, whatever the case may be, it just seemed like it was just empty. And then if he if it's... He clearly the bus driver's not from Seattle, so he drove there for he no reason. He wants re- to get home for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. Those were mine too. Yeah, great. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Hey. Another week in the bag. Another week in the bag. It's a big bag. It's yeah. all the episodes. All Boy, five. How about that interview on Wednesday? Oh my gosh, so good. Unbelievable. Um guys, it's time for the double decker of Friday. Mm. Uh we can't say of the week anymore because there's multiple. We did but anyway, what can, double decker of the yep. week, and um, it's when Panda does the deep dive. He goes on Google Plus Plus and just really gets into the weeds of someone's mm-hmm. life and pulls out the juiciest, most important part and shares that with us. I think today's going to be a good one. You got that look in your eye, pa- uh, Dan. Who do we have? Courtney Baird. Courtney Baird. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Courtney. Man, can I tell you, Courtney? Courtney's awesome. Courtney's awesome. Uh, a genius, I would say. Okay, well. um, create a create a company. She's an entrepreneur, as many are. Uh, but really, taking things. If there's this level right here, this is her next okay. level, and then beyond. Okay, so the next level for you is up way up here. up here, but then beyond, and then, beyond. And then she goes beyond. <laughs> to infinity, is this. And yeah, beyond. it's so good. Uh, and she created something, and it's patent pending. But I think it's going to go big. So the patent application has been filled out. Or she just hasn't even gotten a patent yet. Uh, no, it's been filled out. Filled out We're still so, the internal review patent team pending. still, still, looking, still at looking at it. Still yeah, looking at it. Still you. looking okay. into it. But I can tell you, Hit me uh, with it. it's it's big time. Uh, she created the Swissmas tree. Swissmas tree. Is it like from Switzerland or is it a Swiss Army knife? No, 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 Swiss no, cheese. The- Swiss cheese. Here's the deal. It's kind of a catch-all. She makes multiple Swiss cheese uh, treeses. I'm confused. What? The tree is made of <laughs> treeses. Trees is plural. Uh huh. Why'd you say treeses? I like think you know. Like your golem. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I will say it got stuck in the mouth. And I, those trees. Those trees as well, my friend. So I'm sorry. You started off this whole thing mm-hmm. with she takes companies. To the next level and her, beyond. Does she beyond. do that via the Swiss mysteries? Yeah, the Swiss mysteries. How does that help a company okay. go to the next level? Oh, okay, I'm glad you asked. Okay, Christmas party every year, right? Of course. They call her up. They said, we need one of your Swiss mysteries. She goes, which one do you want? And they said, give me the full, the full, the full, 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 full piggy. And so she comes on in and she gives them Swiss tree cheese. <laughs> I mean, Swiss cheese tree, right? Uh, Swiss knife tree, tree made just of Swiss knives. Uh, Swedish fish tree, anything Swiss. All right, Swiss, tree. Swiss is Switzerland. Swedish is Sweden. Uh huh. Those she, are different. No, 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 no. You would think so. She blurs the line. So. She would blur the line. <laughs> so a little it's bit. a Swiss Miss tree, but also featuring some Swedish. What about Swiss Miss the hot cocoa? Mix? What about oh, yeah, Swiss Miss? That's what I thought Swiss. we were doing. Yeah, here. no, there would be a great Swiss Miss uh, tree as well. That is see it, that really makes that the makes most sense, sense for the Christmas yeah. season. Is, you would think so, but also, uh, how many people are calling up for a Swiss Miss tree and getting Swedish fish tree? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Swedish fish. <laughs> 
I mean, I did. Shree, and I'm just trees, cheeries, treeses, trees. Debbie McComber. <laughs> Debbie. Has Debbie McComber ever called up and gotten one of these Swiss mysteries? Sure. Oh, yeah, multiple times. Every many, year. At that point, does it become Debbie McComber's Swiss mystery? It does. How many treeses did she get? <laughs> uh, three. Three. Three treeses. Three treeses. Three treeses. Treeses, treeses galore. Three Swiss treeses. Yes. We did, everybody. Congratulations. We're going to be back on Monday. We'll be covering um, the Netflix movie Operation Christmas Drop. Yeah. Uh, Brain's excited. Um, we're going to be doing that on Monday. So watch this that weekend. Have drop. a lot of fun. And we will, uh, we'll see you then. Until then, maybe we'll be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.